0: back hackstab slash eat your boy both me and john coming at you from a laptop in a bedroom we're watching Stop.
1: bullet or hatchet yeah it's a 2007 film directed by
0: what? Adam Green oh. let me tell you one thing Listeners, I snapped right into this movie and I fucking loved it.
2: 15 grams of protein. Let's go. What an intro we got there from Sean. I'm going to explain my appearance real fast in that intro. It is WrestleMania weekend. I actually just snapped into a Slim Jim, so I have a mouth full of Slim Jim, but I'm excited. I have my caffeine. I listen to the Viking Metal. I'm dressed as half macho, man, half horror, and water boy, take it away and say something so I can chew the Slim Jim.
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? If you uh, notice that my voice is a little bit crispier, I did upgrade my microphone. So if you guys are ready for this sexy little voice here, let's get right into Hackstab Slash with
2: Hatchet. Nobody likes to show off, but you do sound really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta go change my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that that was a lot. Um, that kind of turned me on. <laughs> oh, I just, oh god, I just spit Slim Jim in the <laughs> microphone. Tell me we're gonna edit that.
1: I thought you were. A, I didn't know <laughs> you were. <the one laughs> editing. I
2: if didn't you know leave you even it in. It's on you. Anyway, so what? Uh, all right, before I kick it right off into this initial thoughts, someone kick it off. What you guys initially thought, think of this movie because it's my. I, opinion.
1: I I saw this movie a, a while ago and I haven't rewatched it in a while and this movie is just awesome. It's uh the kills are great. There's no CGI. Is used in this besides like hiding wires and stuff like that. Everything is practical and I love that about horror movies. And this movie really kicks it off. Comedy, horror, fucking awesome ride. How about you, Sean?
0: Okay, well first off, I uh, I put this movie on and I immediately thought, oh, oh shit, The Freddy Krueger, <laughs> brother. I love it. And then I see Kate Hunter and all these skills, man. They're fucking made for us horror fans. <laughs> I couldn't get
2: enough, man. I watched one, not two, but three hatchets, brother. (laughs) Why stop at one? Let's go. Fucking
0: (laughs) Candyman. I really liked it. You know what I mean? It's B-film as this is. Like, it's not for your average, like, horror fan that someone wants to watch and be, like, thoroughly entertained. This is for the diehards. Like, this movie is just blood, guts, and gore, man. 100%, 100%,
2: and I'm just going to kick it off right away. That's why I picked it, because if you love 80s slashers like me, it's my favorite thing in the whole entire world. This movie was made as, like, an 80s slasher. Like, this feels feels like it it has the campy feel. If you're looking for a groundbreaking horror with an incredible storyline, like, you'd be scared forever, don't listen to this. If you want ridiculous, over-the-top, cheesy characters with insane dialogue and just want a fun time, it's a rainy day. What do you want to watch? I say you watch Hatchet. Let's fucking kick this shit off. Right away. Bro, the, be-
0: the best part about Hatchet is what's what's every fan's biggest gripe about a slasher movie? Oh, these guys walk, and they always catch up to you. How does that happen? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? He runs. Oh, yeah. Right, right after you. Yeah. My man runs like a linebacker. He's ready to just tear that ass up.
2: Hell, yeah. He likes to get right in there.
0: So, anyway. And... Just kicking
2: it off let's just jump right into this we got an opening scene where you see a paw and son alligator and hunting in a swamp in the bayous of louisiana awesome setting and right away let's just i mean you see freddy cougar right away like you see the dad is robert Englund. so right away i mean horror fans are like let's Amazing. go like oh, yeah. incredible no dreams in this boat brother <laughs> it- and it's just already so ridiculous. I mean, they're hunting for the gator, and the son has to piss, and he's pissing off the boat. He already has stage fright. He barely can get this thing going, and then all of a sudden, as he's being, an alligator jumps up and snaps, and he literally says, "This thing would, have, this this alligator try to bite my junk or something like that." Like, so right away it's over the top, and he's like, "Can't we just pull over? Like, I can't go like this." And his paw is just berating him. Like, <laughs> goddamn has got to take a squat to take a leak.
0: Yeah. You always got to make fun of me, Dad. You got to call me gay. You got to call me queer. Why can't you be more like your sister? I can't go in the lake because y'all looking at me all kinds of weird. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. queer. So mean to him.
2: So, literally, he, he pulls over the boat because, you know, this guy, the son, Hansley has to go on land. So, he's in the land and over there. He's doing his thing. He's finally taking his piss. Everything's going good. We cut to the boat. We see Paul, Robert Inglom, looking. Oh, he hears the gator. He hears it. He tells Hansley, hey, be quiet, son. I hear him again. And then you just wait. You hear silence for a little bit. Hansley's like, all right, wait a minute. Like, something's wrong. So, you know, he's walking all over there towards the boat. And there is his paw just Absolutely gutted. Every single thing inside him is now outside of him. And it's like, holy crap. There's a spear right there for the – he grabs the spear. And this next shot, right away, he turns around and you see like a POV shot, which sounds like it's like a wild boar or something. (laughs) This thing is just like growling. You don't even see what this thing is. And this thing just charges him. And it just absolutely tears him in part. Like he throws him on the ground. And I mean – he, his hand goes through his back, and I don't that's know if it's his spine or what he rips out. but Yeah, dude, he rips out his spine, Yeah. so, he, so like, then he can tear him in half. Tears him, like, literally tears Fatality. him in half. And then just to be more over the top, after he's already done that, he literally th- throws him against the tree, pulls him in half. And then you just see buckets of blood, like, hitting the tree.
1: <laughs> insane.
2: Like, just insane <laughs> opening. And, and then that's just cut opening scene. Cue the Meryl Manson song.
0: Bebble, yeah, bebble, in case bitch, you guys bitch. didn't know, while he was being murdered, it really hurt.
2: Yeah. Oh, he screams, "It really hurts!" <laughs> As he gets like pulled in. like just absolutely just ridiculous, campy slasher fun.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> like I said, yeah, bro. No, murder feels nice. Mur- murder is comfortable.
2: Right. Like, what
0: are you supposed it's to scream? This is so
2: much fun. Like, rip me up hotter. Like, what the hell? We cue right to a Marilyn Manson song, and then we cut right to Bourbon Street. It's M- Mardi Gras. You get shots of titties. beads. Lots. A lot Lots. Yeah, no, there is Lots beads. Lots of titties. Boobs. A boob. I just said booze, boobs. Boobs. Booze everywhere. There is partying. You see the parades going on, and right away, we meet Ben and Marcus and his friend group and they all have so much fun, but you can tell right away, Ben, he's not really feeling it. Um, he, he even says like, how many more boobs? Like, can you say, like, haven't you guys seen enough boobs? No. Yeah. His it's, friend it's group. Never, never enough. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> the answer is always no. Yeah. They looked kind of um, confused why he even asked that. And, and he's pissed. He's like, yo, I can't do this. Like our hotel smells like sweaty balls. And he looks at one of the friends. He's like, dude, you threw up six times. Like, how is that even possible? Like, i don't want to do this and i mean they all want to keep on doing it and so what does he say <laughs> let's go do a haunted swamp tour that that's my uh i heard friends did it last year and it's really fun and he's the guys don't want to really do it so he's like all right you know what just we'll meet up later and marcus feels bad so marcus goes up to ben and he goes you know what I'll go with you. So they split up from the friends group, and we get them moving on right down the street to go to this swamp. And the whole entire time, they're talking like the dialogue in this movie is just absolutely out of control. I couldn't even write down all the quotes. Just watch it's it. Fucking
0: bonkers. It's, it's uh, just it's
2: so good. So bonkers.
0: Ben is anyway, Justin reincarnated. Sorry oh yeah, we'll
2: talk off. to that and some of the awkwardness. Oh my dear God! Like I felt like <laughs> that was me.
1: All, all the one-liners in this. It's it's like how many were in Slither. It's crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's it's so. Re- so ridiculous. So they go to the first voodoo shop right away. I believe it was called Rev Zombies Voodoo Shop. And normally I'd skip over the scene because it's just a quick two-minute scene. But we got to knock on – they knock on the door. And who pops out? The voodoo master guy, the candy man. We get Tony Todd real fast. He pops outside of the side door, and he basically tells them that he can't do tours anymore. He's got <laughs> – he's dressed crazy. He's got a most insane accent. He's telling them these crazy stories of the – Last year, what happened? The darkness in the night, and someone's shoe feet were hanging over the boat. And he, and then he basically just said that he he slipped and he hit his head. Yes, that's how he sounded like. And he's basically just, yeah, they sued me. I can't even do this anymore. Try two blocks down. Mm. Be careful on those sidewalks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so already right away, we already got what Robert Englund. We already got Tony Todd. Quick two Mm. minute scene, whatever. Going two blocks down. So they're on their way to Marie Laveau's house of voodoo. And you get some awesome uh, more, more conversation on the way there. Basically, about <clears throat> Ben saying he can't handle all these half-naked girls. They make him, they remind him of his girlfriend, who's probably getting banged by the guy with cauliflower ear.
0: That's just weird, man. Like, what happened to just wanting a normal guy? Just so
2: so ridiculous. And then he also reminds Marcus, Marcus, you got to stop hooking up with itchy girls, man. And <laughs> she told me it was her fabric softener. The, just inc- incredible quotes. And oh, then
0: God.
2: he enters this house of voodoo, already just absolutely incredible. You walk right in and you see a guy, you see his shirt that says, Victor Crowley lives. And then you just cut right to this guy. He's like a looks, thinks he's a director. He's got like a camcorder and already just filming two topless girls, like making out with each other
0: right in the middle of the
1: Bayou Beavers.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> I went to NYU. I'm a professional actress.
2: Yeah, and already, like, these are the two – like, they, these girls' dialogue, I mean, they are literally – like, when they cut scenes, they're telling each other, like, your breath stinks, like, brush your teeth, like, I can't work with you. Like, they, they're just getting so so upset with each other, but they can tell, you know, they're casting for a movie. And then out, out pops this Asian guy in a top hat with a most ridiculous over-the-top Bayou accent ever, talking about going for the tour – uh, $40 for this crazy tour and on the scare bus and everything. And Marcus is just like, screw this. This is absolutely stupid. But uh, Ben ends up paying for them. Um, anything else you want
0: to add about the scene before I move on to the bus? Yeah, Asian guy goes, $40 each. And Marcus goes, can you spot me? And he goes, why? You don't have any cash? He goes, no, nah, I'm just not paying for this.
1: This <laughs> <No. It's>
0: stupid. <laughs> he is not having it at all. <laughs> Can we address this right now? How much Sean, the Asian guy, if you could make Waterboy Asian, <laughs> tell, me that, tell me that's not the sound.
2: Oh, my God. No, I actually do not think about that. But um.
1: Oh, you had to tell me I live Asian, boy. <laughs> but no,
0: just, you you got to do the Bayou Beaver sound.
1: Yeah. I, I got, I, I'd have to listen to that again to be able to do it.
0: I got nothing.
2: All right. But anyway, so. They board the scare bus, and this is just awesome. I mean, you right away, you see an old couple. You see the camcorder dude who's the director with the two, like, topless actresses. You see Ben. You see Marcus. You see a quiet girl named Mary Beth. And they're all sitting there. And, of course, Ben Ben gets – you see how awkward Ben is. Ben gets paired with Mary Beth sitting there. And, Sean, you know this quote so good. I mean, just – you see the awkwardness. Just tell him how Ben starts making small talk with her.
0: Well, he walks onto the bus, and he goes, oh, jeez. I guess I'm going to sit here then. She goes, yeah, all right, whatever. He sits down and goes, hi, I'm Ben. What's your name? She goes, Mary Beth. And he goes, Mary Beth. That's pretty cool. That's actually really cool. You've got two first names. Most people have one first name. I got Ben. Yeah, that's a first name. That's but Mary Beth, that's pretty cool. Do you have any pets? <laughs> that's the bet I, I, li- all that. I like your jacket. <laughs> I like your jacket. <laughs> Do you have any pets? And then she immediately looks at him and goes, I joined the swamp tour. Let me look out this window in peace and try to enjoy my $30. And he just goes, She paid $30 for this?
2: Yeah, incredible. So it's already just so much can't be fun. Ridiculous dialogue. Just, I mean, the do you have any pet scene is just so awesome. So, so anyway, so they're, they're driving in on the, the scare bus right now, and you can just like you have to listen to it because this tour guide is ridiculous. You can tell he's just making things up as he's going, talking about the cemeteries, he's reading off note cards, clearly has no clue what he's doing. And even when he pulls up, he's all of a sudden like, oh, he's wicked fast. All of a sudden, oh, we gotta, we gotta get to the scare boat. We gotta get to the scare boat. And you can tell like he's just like acting so shady, rushing them all off saying there's no time. And you see the little boat that they're about to get on. And, of course, before they get on the boat, you see the camcorder guy, again, this director, and just – they're filming more topless scenes. The girls got their tops down, and he's filming it. And it's hilarious because you cut to the old couple, and you see the old couple just staring at them. And then when they're all boarding the bus, you even see the old guy smack his wife's butt. (laughs) He is very playful now. He is very, very excited.
1: He's turned up. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. That old guy is so awesome. Such a good character actor. I'm not going to lie. I don't know his name, but he's in so many movies.
0: When they're on the bus, do you remember when he sat down? He's like, ha! And then he says his name. I can't remember his name. But he says his name. He introduces the wife. And he goes, what are you guys doing? they're like, he's a director. Have you ever heard of Bayou Beavers? He goes, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Somebody goes, no. no, no." (laughs) So good. Like, they're directing Bayou Beavers. Bayou Beavers. So, I mean, so now they're on the boat. And, like... Like, this guy, Sean, can barely even start the boat. I mean, he's on there trying to start the boat. And then you you, you, you cut to the scene. You see this little Hi. guy in, like, a boat. Hi. The swamp's yeah. closed. Screaming. Crowley. Screaming all we this live. stuff. Swamp, You're going to die. Victor Crowley. And they're like, oh, uh, what's that guy yelling? What's he yelling? Uh who, who Oh, no,
0: no, 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 nothing. He not yelling. He just, he one of them crazy back out by you guys just sitting on a boat. He probably a hillbilly who drink his own urine. So good. And and he literally, do you remember
2: his name? He says, that's just that's Jack Cracker. That's Jack Cracker. Jack Jack, Jack, Jack Cracker. Local cracked out Alligator Hunter drinks his own piss.
1: And then he drinks his own piss.
2: And then the best (laughs) part is they literally (laughs) drive away and they're like, bye, Jack Cracker. And then you just see him cut to him. He's on alone on the boat. He's like, they're gonna die. And he literally swigs his own piss. Like, you can't (laughs) even make this movie up. It's so ridiculous. Before we move okay. on, tell me that didn't remind you of like – tell me that's not like Friday the 13th. I don't know if it's the first one, the second one, or the third one. But when like there's that old guy always saying like, you're going to die, like warning him he's going to camp. Like There's always <laughs> yeah. that old guy like screaming, you're going to die. Oh, oh okay. yeah. And now they're on the boat. And this is even more ridiculous because I don't even write down all the jokes this guy is telling. but this. It's guy about
1: as fun talking. as a bag of dicks.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's telling the worst awful dad jokes, trying to be so creepy, telling him there's ghosts everywhere. I mean, even when he sees the, oh, if you look to your left, you, say, you see an old house, uh, Victor Crowley, old hatchet face. And then he tells the in-depth he got, story.
1: He got whacked in the face with a hatchet because he was <laughs> uh, so ugly or something.
2: Yes, so <laughs> ugly or something. And then, uh, and then he died. <laughs> and legend,
0: you go <laughs> He's got the flashcards, and he's
2: like, uh. Yeah, he can't even keep track. And then he's like, Legendas, you can still hear him around here. And then you literally, you see him going like, He's <laughs> like do you hear that? I, I, I think I heard him. And and then right away, like you hear just like Mary Beth be like, Mary Beth just talks. That's not the story. And you just, you see more scenes of Ben being more awkward. You can tell the poor <laughs> guy's gonna piss because every single thing the poor guy is even saying, he's just being corrected by every single one on this Dude, boat.
0: He immediately snaps and he's like, Oh, i I'll just trying to do my job. Yeah, like just goes all fucking Asian on him, bro, loses his mind and then goes, <clears throat> all right, now for this next tour, I'm going to need you all to get very excited. <laughs> he cuts right. Yeah, he cuts right back to character
2: after just breaking character And then he literally he, he, he kills the lights and he's like, oh, this, oh, look, a ghost. And they're like, yeah, no, that's some marsh vapor. Uh, no, that's that. That's that. That's a ghost. No, those are just marshmallows.
0: steepers. i seen like, it on National Geographic.
2: Yeah, and then he's, why'd you even come on this tour? I mean, he is so pissed. And then, so great there. Did you guys notice in that scene, like, they cut to Marcus, who's having super fun with the girl next to him. I believe his name is Jenna. I believe. And they, they cut to yeah. her. And, like, Marcus is, like, about to put his arm, like, around her. It's, like, all dark and everything. And you see her scratching, like, her inner thigh. <laughs> you see him. I'm pretty sure he, he out loud, is like, damn, damn it. And he, like, he puts his arm back. <laughs> I mean so much is going on. Go watch this movie. And then literally so the, the tour guide is pissed, so he cuts the lights back on real fast and you actually catch a quick glimpse of the man himself right behind me, Victor Crowley. But right away of course he's like, "Oh, that's uh that's just one of the one of the ghosts." And everyone does get scared for a second, but they're like, "All right, whatever. Like this is just God knows what it is." And then all of a sudden you cut to the camcorder guy again. Oh, who wants to do a halloween scene and once again the we got a topless scene with these girls woo! And, and this one is actually so incredible because they're wooing and i actually did write this quote down because one girl gets so pissed she goes your woo is so not in the moment and then the best line ever this girl says well you're well you're the dump what that's, I
0: just, that's a great uh, just, just for the record uh, we have seen them topless both multiple times, and uh, the brunette has great nipple placement. The blonde, not so much. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not I, ashamed. I, agree. I love titties, all titties, big big titties, small titties, little titties, brown titties, square titties, flat titties, saggy titties, titties. man titties. I like titties. Hairy... Not so much hairy titties, but bald titties. Titties with big nipples. Titties with small nipples. Titties with round nipples. Titties with square like nipples. you
2: like, like a Forrest Gump nipples? What just happened right there?
1: <laughs> I, I think that's about... I think that's about it.
2: Oh, my God. I just completely was not expecting that. I just lost... Um, All right. And then, anyway, so you... Then you cut again. You see... <laughs> you see ben, You see this Ben being awkward as fuck again. He is oversharing his whole entire life story with Mary Beth. And then... We got Waterboy and ASMR over here. And then all of a sudden, crash, smash. They get stuck on some rocks. And you can tell right now, I mean, this Sean the tour guide is just like, oh, re- relax it, it. It's it's all good. It's all good. And then as he says it's all good, lightning strike lightning strikes right there, and it is pouring rain. And it is all chaos at this point. The girls are still fighting. Sean just says, Oh, all part of a tour, part of a tour, uh, lightning. And uh-huh. He's like, "Uh, someone help me here. So they're trying to they're trying to help. And in the meantime, like the director guy actually sees like his note cards and he goes, how many toys do you even do? Like, you don't know your story that good. Then all of a sudden water is on the boat. We got sinking. Luckily, there is a tree that goes all the way to shore. So they decide they're going to have to walk across the tree, even though half of them don't want to. But I believe the old guy, I think his name might be Jim. He leads the way. He starts going over there. He actually slips and falls and a gator jumps up and bites his leg. And then out of nowhere, Mary Beth just jumps up with a gun, shoots at the gator, so you already can tell, like, holy crap, like who is this girl? Like what is even going
0: on? And just so. Justin, real real quick, yep. when the old man falls on the branch, yeah. like the log that they're walking across. I don't know if it's just me. I couldn't see it but the sound effects make it sound like the branch just gets lodged in this dude's ass. <laughs> no, this, yeah, no this,
2: I did notice. know. Like the, sound, the sound effect was absolutely ridiculous. Like, this dude right? was like,
0: poor guy.
1: The, the damn guy, guy just got penetrated.
0: Yeah, no, he got yeah. jacked up. It Bullshit. was like Krill just stuck a flaming steak up his ass. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, man, but I just plugged your ass. I mean, so they got the slippery tree.
2: They're all walking across, and they get in there. And, of course, like, one of the girls, uh, what is her name, Missy, I think, is, like, panicking or whatever. And the director is on there. He falls and panics, grabs, I think, Marybeth and Missy. They fall into the water. There's an alligator chase scene. They all run, eventually run to shore. And now they're on shore, pouring rain. Their boat is sunk. I'm like, all right, well, we got to move because, you know, the gators can get on shore, too. And this old dude's leg is absolutely uh, jammed. Uh. Yeah, he 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 is in trouble, and they're of yelling, like how many this screaming at Sean, like how many tours have you even done, like what is even going on right here? And I don't know. I come from Detroit. My
0: yeah, cousin he hooked me up with this job. I
2: did one tour yesterday. God goes straight Chinese.
0: Today. I both didn't see yesterday.
2: Yeah, so you find out literally it's his second tour. He did one tour last night. Like Sean said, Sean is from Detroit. Just moved there. Got hooked up. He has no clue about absolutely anything the and then the, thing basically like
0: why she has a gun
2: yeah so now so yeah so we're on to Mary Beth right now everyone's like and who the hell is you what is even going on and basically she starts talking about how she is looking for her paw and her brother who went missing the week before and that's actually why she is here and basically they're saying she's saying like like you guys don't understand like we're gonna die here we gotta keep moving like these are his woods like do you know where we are and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And she's, "This is Victor Crowley's woods." So dun, dun, dum. And they, I mean, they have no clue what she's talking about. Even like the guy from Detroit's like, "Well, this is just a story." And then basically we get the pretty awesome backstory. So we're gonna kick into a flashback scene of the backstory of Victor Crowley. And she explains it. She says, "Well, Victor was born." horribly deformed, and the dad kept him hidden in the house. And it's really cool. So as she's saying this, you literally get to see um, Mr. Crowley and baby little Victor. And it's pretty awesome. You guys want to talk about who Mr. Crowley is real fast?
1: Uh, His dad is Kane Hodder.
2: So awesome. So now we got we got Kane Hodder in the movie. I mean, who also obviously everyone knows he does play Victor Crowley, but he also plays Victor Crowley's dad. So anyway, he says they kept to himself, and you see the scene like this horribly deformed little kid and Papa Kane Hodder feeding him, just feeding him the food and everything. And they're like kids kept being mean to him, and they kept him hiding away. Kids were so terrible. And then years later on Halloween night. Teenagers trying to scare him out of the house so they could actually catch a glimpse of him. And you see the kids, they're throwing like firecrackers and like fireworks at the house to try to get Victor uh, to come out of the house so they can catch a glimpse of the monster. And then the dad gets home and the house is burning right now. Dad gets a hatchet. He is chopping the door for a hatchet. Poor Victor. Teenage Victor is on the other side of the door, pressed right up against the door. So you see the hatchet finally cut through the door, but it hits Victor right in the face Kills him right there. Then she goes on to explain how the dad felt so horrible. He was a recluse for the next 10 years before eventually dying of a broken heart. And then after that, she goes on to say how people go missing and the whole entire riverbed where they even are is 100% illegal to even be on. And apparently Victor wanders the swamp and you can even hear him some nights still growling and making his weird sounds looking for his daddy. And then there. Uh, One of them says, well, at least like the house is like way down there. She goes, that wasn't the real house. That is. And she literally points. We get lightning strikes right there. And the house just happens to be right there. (laughs) Lightning strikes. Perfect. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. Like just so campy, ridiculous. We got an awesome backstory. What do you guys think about that scene real fast?
1: That that was awesome. I love that they put the backstory in there. And fucking Kane Hodder, of course, man. You got to have him in there. Yeah, dude,
0: I, I absolutely loved when uh, we got Kane Hodder added in. It was great. I wasn't expecting it. I was hoping for more, like, horror tropes and stuff, because like I told you guys before, I really hadn't seen this uh, Hatchet series. I thought I did, but I haven't. Um, and then just like like you said, the campiness, the fun of it all, and, like, throwing it back to the 80s where it's like, boom, that's the house. Right. And then, and then just, like, the nonstop tossing of, like, just random references, like when – I can't remember his name right now, but Ben's friend. What's his name, Justin? Marcus. Uh, Mar- Marcus. Yeah. yeah, when Marcus – when they all run and they stop and he goes, can somebody tell me what the fuck's going on right now and why Janie's got a gun? Like That's shout awesome. out Aerosmith. So so good.
2: Uh, so, yeah, so literally like we said, like there's a the real house, boom, lightning strike. It's right there. And she says, oh, there could be a road. Or, well, w- which way's the road? <laughs> of course. They point past the house. could be a little past the house. And they're like, oh, well, so they start moving that that way. You can tell they don't really want to. And then right away, you already start, you start hearing the sound. And at this point, like, Marcus and one of them are carrying the old man. And as soon as they hear that weird, Whoa, like, the actual Victor Crowley, they're like, screw this. They all run back. But the old woman and the man, they're not having it. They're just like, they're going to keep going. So they keep going. I'm pretty sure the old woman even says, hi, is there anyone home? And, like, she, she's, she's walking there with her husband. He's limping. And literally, she's like, we're going to be all fine. Everything is going to be fine. Everyone else is just scared. Like we have the Lord. And then out of nowhere, Victor, we get to see the man himself. Victor Crowley just runs out like a psychopath. He has this little his hatchet and he just starts hacking, chopping this dude. Literally just half, half. He chops him actually in half everyone is absolutely screaming at this point and then like the old woman goes to run and he grabs oh, her like man. like i don't even like from behind like grabs her oh my god dude dude Dude, he pulls this kill the, was amazing
1: awesome
2: like it was you go see this movie he pulls her head in half and like you literally it was see like like
0: the, like the beetle yeah oh just rips her head in half dude it was such a great kill it, loved everything about it
2: yeah too awesome you literally get you get two Awesome kills back to back, and then all of a sudden everyone starts panicking. Mary Beth grabs the gun and she shoots him. It looks like right in the heart. Victor falls right away. So boom, they all run. Then we cut to like the next spot. Like with Sean was saying, all like they're all hiding. Now Marcus is literally hiding in a tree. <laughs> he basically says, "Why? What's going on? Like, why does Janie have a gun?" They're they're asking him, "What do you even see up there?" And he, you can see I can like see down.
1: Yeah, I can you, see there's no dele- elephant man coming to get me.
2: You're right, like just more in- incredible dialogue, and he basically says how we can see downtown from there, but I don't know, it's friggin' dark, and and they're trying to plan what the hell they're gonna do, and they also realize like uh, the director guy, camcorder man, I've been calling him, his actual name is I guess Shapiro. He is separated, so you cut to him. This dude's running for his life, and then you see him hiding, and he turns, through, he he's like hiding under a tree. And then he turns to run, and he runs right into Victor Crowley. And right away, right again, Victor grabs this dude's head, and he just oh, twists head his twist. head all the way off. He plays twisted with the boppy, and then he pulls it off, man. Just incredible. And then once again, like over the top, like 80 style. You just see the buckets of blood, just like this. Never mind, there's like steam and blood like shooting out of his like neck. You see the blood just smashing the tree. And then right away, like, you just get an awesome shot of, like, you see, like, the full moon. I just absolutely love the atmosphere, like, swamp, full moon and everything. I just, and, I just say
1: you... that it's always that same tree that the blood splatters on.
2: Yeah, it's just – <laughs> it was, like, pretty sure it was, like, the same shot from the beginning of the film that it's, like, put that in and yeah. replayed really
0: it again. I was going to say, I feel like they reused that shot and then just, like, Mera imaged it and, like, yep. like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Still good. (laughs) And then you literally have the group, like,
2: walking and running now, and they're just, like, you can hear them bickering, like, is he just, like, maybe he's just a uh, backwoods hick? Or maybe he's, like, a ghost, but you can't kill a ghost. Can you kill a ghost? Like, I think he's a poltergeist, and... It's just, I mean, they're they're just freaking out. And Marcus basically starts screaming at Sean now. I forget exactly what he calls him. Jackie Chan wannabe.
1: Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker.
2: Yeah, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, Jack Tucker. Like, he mixes all the words and basically starts yelling at him. And basically they start fighting and he punches Sean right in the face. And then they're starting to have a fight. When they're down there, they're getting up. All of a sudden they find uh, Shapiro's bag, the camcorder guy. Like, oh, good, uh, we got a flashlight. You also see he's got, like, condoms and Playboys. And they find his license and credit cards, and one of it just shows you that he's actually he's got a whole different name, and he's just like some market manager, and he's got like fake director cards, and you you realize the girls right away like wait, one's like I flew from New York down here, wait so there's no Bayou Beavers, and the fact that you cut to Misty and she's like I've fallen for this three, <laughs> three times, times. <laughs> not even the first time this thing has happened to her. She's a pro. She's literally fallen for this for three oh, times good. already. So just more can't be fun. And
1: then Marcus is like, oh, you guys better not be lying to me. I
2: swear to God. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like it's, they're all on edge. They're screaming. It is just incredible. They realize they got to come up with a plan. So Mary Beth and Ben say, I'm going to go over to that shed or, or the barn. And we're just going to go look to see if we can find anything for weapons. And you see them in there and you see there is dead animals in there. I believe Ben says, like, oh, this must be what he's eating. And then she looks and she sees the paw and brother all mutilated and dead. So she is very upset at the moment. And then we cut to the other guys, uh, the four of them, the two guys and two girls. They're looking in a bush. And uh, Marcus does not want to go check to see what it is. He he actually – what does he say? Does he say, oh, I get it because I'm like the brother or something? So, <laughs>
0: yeah, so yeah, he pretty yeah, much the- is like, yeah, you guys want to make the brother go check it out? This is scary as shit. And then Sean just goes, you have the flashlight. <laughs> yeah, you have the flashlight. And, and he, he goes, goes, Oh, here. all right, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So then he goes, Now and- that this, yeah, now that this isn't racist and you guys aren't pinning this on the black guy, I'll go yeah, check exactly. it out. So then he thought it was cool. So whatever. So you, you go over
2: there and you get a little raccoon jump scare. Boom! It was just a raccoon. So it is all good. Nothing. And then as soon as, like, oh, it's just a raccoon, you get boom out of nowhere. Victor Crowley. I'm not hundred percent sure what he ha- sure what he had. He had some kind of power tool. Was that like a, what was it like
1: a, a sander?
0: A sander. Yeah, dude, he had a belt sander.
2: Yeah, all right, thank you, because I literally kind of missed what I what he had there. He has a belt sander, and the girl um, Jenner, one of the Bayou Beaver girls, I mean, he's just sanding this girl's face like crazy with the power tool. And then all of a sudden you cut to, you see Mary Beth and Ben running with shovels, and they crack Victor Crowley over the head, so Victor Crowley falls down. And they all running. Victor Crowley gets up. He literally grabs the shovel they had. And he looks up, and Sean's still right there. He s- swings this thing, a shovel, and cuts yeah. this dude's leg off with a yeah. shovel. Like, Dude, add the like shit. It.
1: That was a add great shit. shot.
2: Yeah, so badass. So And then you see him. So Sean's on the ground there freaking out. He takes his shovel and he puts it to his neck, like you're gonna like, you know, step on the shovel and everything. And all of a sudden he finishes him off by just absolutely just decapitating him. And then he takes then you, you see poor Jenna. She's crawling, and I mean, her face is all messed up. You can see she is just, it's gross. That's, he picks her crazy. up. Actually, just like Macho Man would do, WrestleMania weekend. Let's go, baby. And oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes. It didn't even take three minutes. He picked her up so fat, just so light, and body slams her, impaling her on the shovel absolute, these deaths are absolutely insane. That's, like, the fourth death in the last, like, four minutes of this movie, and it's just absolutely great. So they all got running. The four of them are running now, and basically saying, oh, the, the flash, the flashlight's gonna die. Which way do we go? And then once again, they're like, that way. They point, and right when they point, like, Victor Crowley just pops out, like, like right again. He's, like, right there out of nowhere.
1: Surprise, motherfucker.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so, oh, my God, they should have oh, he should have said that. Imagine if he just randomly talked that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> Run, motherfucker. Ben, ben pitchforks them in the back. They start running again. And then they, they stop. They get a little fire. And Ben's like, all right, well, wait. We got to fight back. And how, how are we going to fight back? And he says uh, to Misty, like, give me a lighter. What, are we going to fight him with a lighter? He said, no, there's gas cans way back in the shed over there. We can go throw gas on them and light them up. So they're like, all right, well, I guess that's the best plan we got. So Ben and Me- Ben and Misty are in the shed now. They go to the shed. He's going to get the gas. Also really cool scene. There's like a dead – looks like a dead raccoon on the gas thing, and it literally like snaps at his finger when he's going to get the gas. But And also, meanwhile, we have Mary Beth and Marcus outside just trying to create a diversion. And I didn't even write down any quotes they said, but they are screaming <laughs> insults. Anything you guys want to mention on that? I don't have any other quotes that were <laughs> said, but
1: – Come out, you freak. You look like you've been molested
2: by wolves. <laughs> and he like looks like yeah yeah so good yeah he says that it acts all tough and then like you said he's like looking around like holy shit like is he really coming he's like i'll whoop you again like i did earlier just yeah so then all of a sudden they're like oh crap he's coming he's coming and you see ben in there and all of a sudden he gets hit and he gets hit with a head and it's, before he even looks and realizes it was Misty, the, torso, the body too. <laughs> freaking torso hits him. And then, so they're in the barn, and Victor Crowley, all signs, charges at Ben. Mary Beth pitchforks him in the back, and Ben has the lighter fluid, so he douses him in the lighter fluid. Takes a step back, he lights it. Epic. He throws a lighter on him. We get him completely in flames. The epic music's going on. I'm pretty sure someone's screaming, Burn, bitch! burn and it's like literally epic music pretty sure it was marcus <laughs> and yeah marcus burn bitch like marcus did something because you know he's whooped his ass before and then absolutely incredible as like this epic music's going all of a sudden you hear a lightning crack and it is absolute torrential torrential downpour fucking and you rain f- such a good line you like B- ben's like you gotta be fucking kidding me I don't know, just cracked me up. Said can, I, can
1: I just say something real quick? I'm pretty sure this movie was almost like just one big Newberry Comics ad, like just him wearing oh, yeah. that shirt the whole time. Yeah. I I have been,
2: oh my god. I'll, you know, I'll even some, I'll share something after the movie because I remember when this came out and go into the Newberry Comics, but we'll talk about that in a couple seconds. But uh, yeah, so incredible. And anyway, so they run again. You see the rain. You see Victor just completely in flames, and of course the rains already putting him out. And as they're running, like you hear one of them say. This way, this has to be a path that leads to the cemetery. So, of course, like, just great line. Like, let's start running through the cemetery. And then, of course, Victor Crowley pops out even more angry, more hideous. And then we get an incredible chase scene through the cemetery. And this, I don't know if this cracked you guys up or not, but they're all running. And, like, you see Mary Beth says, like, there's a gate. And they're all running right to the gate, but they show the gate's locked. She runs straight (laughs) into the gate. Like, they just run straight in. All three of them just completely fall down, and then Victor Crowley falls on top of Ben, and he's face to face with him, and he's just, oh, just oh, drooling. Oh, yes.
1: dude, that's yeah. so gross. So, so it's
2: just disgusting. Just like all full of bile, and he's, I mean, it's so great. They run into a friggin' the, the gate, and he's just drooling into his. Face. So disgusting. that basically, he grabs Marcus. They kick Victor, and Marcus escapes because we don't want Marcus to die. So then they they keep running again, and unfortunately, once again, he grabs Marcus again, and he that's bear-hugging Marcus. Like, he's just, like, bear, you can almost hear, like, bones breaking. And then he throws him down, and he, like, grabs his arms and just pulls his arms backwards, just rips his arms he off. He chicken wings him. Chicken wings him. Like, literally, he put him in a wrestling-like move. That's usually, like, when you, you're supposed to tap out, but there was no tapping out because his arms got ripped off. And then he just throws his arms back at him, and that the poor dude—if that wasn't even enough—he picks him up and like smashes him onto a tombstone. Insane. Tomb. Like, just oh, poor Marcus.
1: Not the comedy.
2: Right? Like that—that that really sucked. And <laughs> once again, the—and then once again, like you see the other two now. It's just down to two. They're running for their life, and you see Victor grab like a metal part of the fence, and you see. Um, Ben and Mary Beth now getting close to the water, but all of a sudden they turn, they turn around, and like a javelin, the, a metal, the Dude. metal fence out of nowhere, just like, what the fuck? Like it gets thrown <laughs> through his leg, like was it through his <laughs> foot or?
0: I I just thought about this. So yeah. You know how we've been doing macho man like shit and what have yeah. you? Yeah. All right. So hear me out. Victor right. Crowley, when he runs out of his house. Yeah. That's the entrance, bro. He's entering the ring. That's him running down the entrance to fuck That's, shit up. Like, the whole, right now we're watching the whole match. When he's got Marcus and he's got him in like, uh, I forget wow. the terminology, but he's like bending him backwards. Yep. That's what you do in the ring. Right oh, now with man. the javelin throw, dude, it's a Kurt Angle impression. He's showing you he is Mr. Olympia. You 100% yeah. know now. I'm gonna go back and edit footage of him
2: running out. I'm gonna put it to like the Ultimate Warrior music, like dun, 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 yeah. and he's like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna start editing this and like my promo is gonna be over the top this week for this.
1: This, this Dude, is insane. Like, like you, this guy, I love <laughs> Javelin throws this fucking thing 100 feet away, landing it right in his fucking foot, dude.
2: Like, right on his foot. And then it's so badass because even then, like, you see him charge again. He's doing the Ultimate Warrior charge towards them, and they can't get the javelin out of his foot. So him and Mary Beth, what do they do? They decide bending the javelin, like, towards him. So when Victor Crowley runs full strength Ultimate Warrior style to him, he gets impaled, like, like face-to-face right again, like, right with him. And and you see him just dying right there. And, of course, he spits blood in Ben's face. And, like, that was just a crazy scene. Like, this poor dude. Like, now Ben's leg is completely messed up. I mean, yeah. we sat there impaled. I mean, we did House of Wax a few, like, uh, weeks ago. Didn't that almost look like the Paris Hilton scene, how she was, like, stuck leaning yeah. leaning forward yeah. like, with a pole, yeah. like, through her?
0: Yeah.
2: Anyway. She, so she then, got the
0: pipe in the mouth. And, uh, she, she you know, Victor, Victor just got, you know, throated.
2: Yeah. 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 But anyway, so he's impaled. He, he's dead now. So they're running to the water. And oh, look, there's my daddy's boat. So they see the daddy's boat. And we see a cut to a scene of Mary Beth is paddling them. Ben is banged up. He's been through a lot. His leg is just all jacked up. But he's like, thank you so much. Like, you, you stuck with me. We're alive. We've made it. We're reaching a happy ending. But anyone who's ever seen movies before in a little rowboat in the middle of a lake usually knows what
0: happens. Kane Hodder is going to jump up out of that bitch.
2: Right? Like, come on. Like, this, like, right away. You (laughs) see this monster just grab her, pull her underwater. Ben is scrambling freaking out. You see her underwater. She's trying to get back up. She's getting tangled and everything. She's going, like, you see Ben, like, trying to, like, reach down. And all of a sudden, she's going back up. And she sees this big arm reaching down. Oh, thank God, Ben's saving me. She grabs it. She gets pulled up. And, oh, my God. Take my hand. You see. Yeah, take my hand. (laughs) You see. oh It's Victor Crowley who pulled her up. And you just see Mm -hmm. Ben. And now at this point, dude, Ben's arm is ripped off. He is completely dying. He's... Dying within like seconds, and Victor's interface boom, credits, end movie, game over. It is all over.
0: I swear, I swear to fucking God, dude. When (laughs) I'm so glad they didn't make like Ben's hand move around for that scene, and it was just literally limp and dead in the water, and she was swimming towards it to grab on. I swear to God, when she grabbed on and Victor pulled her up, this motherfucker laughed at her.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Can I just say like, can we like make like a little video of like when he starts when he starts charging, but we put the water boy oh behind it.
2: You, you do realize I'm going to like do a million promos. This week. <laughs> All right. So you guys kick it off with first. What do you guys rate this? What do you guys got this water boy? You go first. What do you got this rated as?
1: I'm going to rate this a solid seven out of ten. Very fun movie. I, I love practical effects. It's I, I love it. I hate CGI so much. And they did this movie justice it's perfect it's fun it's it's a b movie but you're not looking for like an awesome movie. it's it's just so good
0: awesome awesome what do you got sean i'm gonna go with a seven as well pretty much for the same things waterboy said um the only reason why it's not higher on my ranking is because if you're not a diehard horror fan you might not enjoy this movie as much as we did like it's this movie is made to have a slasher villain And made for the kills it's not made for you know special effects it's not made for a storyline it's not made to make sense like you have to invest in their world and put yourself in their world because let's be fucking honest dude who in their right mind is gonna get deshinned completely amputated with a rusty shovel they found in the woods that's unsharpened and square like you just you you have to suspend belief and just enjoy this for the kills because I feel like this is why they made the movie they made this movie to give horror fans the kills
2: and that's what they did because I, I give this movie I give this movie a seven point five uh, just my favorite thing in the world is eighty slashers and Adam Green did an incredible job of making this feel like that and like like a hundred percent like this is made for people who love slashers like yeah. that's literally what he did and. You said something about Newberry Comics earlier, and it's badass because Adam Green's from Massachusetts. Newberry Comics is – I'm pretty sure it's a New England thing. Ben was wearing the Newberry Comics shirt. I remember when this movie came out. I was so excited. I don't know if you guys remember, but like when malls were actually like more like malls and you could actually go there. I remember going to the Newberry Comics, and there was Hatchet stuff everywhere. They were so pumped for this movie. It was so cool because the guys from Massachusetts who made this movie and everything. So, hey, we're in Massachusetts. So I actually remember like going there. And I first saw it, like, that year because it was just so cool. Like, it was just all over the mall and everything because, like, you know, local Massachusetts guy does ridiculous slasher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I just love, it. like I said, the the campy feel, the swamp looked awesome, just super fun. We had Tony Todd in there. We had the Candyman, Robert who's Freddie, Kane Hotter, who's Jason, and just seeing Kane Hotter as the dad and Victor Crowley, so much fun. Uh, you guys got any fun facts or anything you guys want to talk about?
0: I got a couple. Um, all right, Waterboy, have at it. Have at it. All right. Tell so me about this, them gators.
1: So this movie was the last production to shoot in Louisiana before Hurricane Katrina hit. Yep. Um, and to keep the set hidden, the movie was actually called The, Ro- the Love Rodeo during production. <laughs> and <laughs> like, like I was saying before, too, there was a no CGI role for this movie. Uh, for post-production only cgi that was used for this was to remove on-screen wires and camera setups
0: and that's how it should be
2: 100 so badass hell yeah awesome oh, great fun facts sean you got anything
0: uh i don't have any fun facts but i do have a halloween tie-in that i will do after yours all right cool yeah we'll do the
2: halloween tie in i am i'll just do my fun facts real fast if i i had a few water boys um we already went over the T. Sherry, wears Newberry Comics, Adam Green from Massachusetts. Adam Green also makes a cameo in this movie. He is one of the friends in the friend group in the very beginning of the movie. He is one of the guys who stays behind, so we get a shot of the director there.
0: He's actually the guy – I had this down. I just didn't write it. He's the friend – when he goes uh aren't you guys tired of boobs like let's go do this yeah and he's like why so we can go back to the hell room and you can p- uh the hotel room and you can uh piss and moan about allison and oh uh piss and moan about jennifer and then ben looks at him and goes it's allison uh, i don't <laughs> fucking care so
2: um, this movie had three sequels uh what else do i got the do you guys actually read that the boat, the scare boat, was actually repurposed from something that Cade Hodder, like some kind of like jet ski thing that Cade
1: Hodder see that. had
2: like just rotting on his property? They like repurposed it as like the scare boat. Thought that was pretty awesome. And my Halloween tie-in, which I've been continuing every single episode at the Sean Challenge, me to try to find a tie-in to the Halloween series. This one I was super proud of because I couldn't find a direct tie-in, but that cracked out alligator hunter on the boat who drinks his own piss is legendary. I don't know... I, Rest in peace. I don't know how to say his name. John Carl Bue- Buechler. I don't want to. Sorry if I said that wrong. But he a, was a famous special effects and makeup effects who did a cameo in this movie. He also did the effects and makeup for Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. Direct tie-in. And we even got more tie-ins. Sean found something as well that Adam Green did. Hit him.
0: Yes. We've got another tie-in. Uh, after this film wrapped up, our man Adam Green decided to make a short film based off discussions between himself, Joel David Moore, who plays Ben, and Kane Hodder. I don't even have to give his character names because he's got way too many of them, and he's a legend. (laughs) So they make a 10-minute short film that you can find on YouTube called Driving Lessons with Michael Myers. Uh, In the first Halloween, there's a scene where Dr. Loomis is heading out to his car, and one of... uh, like, the doctor looks at Loomis and says, you know, There's, he's been in an institution his whole life. There's no way he can drive. And Loomis goes, he drove pretty well last night. Maybe <laughs> someone here gave him driving lessons. And then we get a cut scene and we see Michael in, like, this badass two-door Chevy Nova muscle car. And uh, Joel David Moore hops in and he is the driving instructor. Michael just finds a way to kill everyone and anything in his path while well, he learns how to drive. <laughs> it's so so that, good. that is my tie-in. And Sounds incredible. Completely I, worth the watch, guys. In. I listen to so many podcasts and stuff like on the regular – like we're mailmen. I, I listen while I walk around and deliver, and a lot of podcasts go, Kane Hodder is one of the only people to have played both Freddy and Jason, and they always tie it into Freddie versus uh, – no – uh, what is it? Jason Goes to Hell? Yep. What, yeah. Jason, the, the one way he walks and he's got Freddy's glove climbs out. At the very end, I think yep. end of Jason yes. Goes to Hell, maybe? So they always tie it in. I didn't even know this short film existed until we did this uh, review. And now I can comfortably say that Kane Harder covers more fucking roles for ultimate slashers than anyone alive. He has done Jason, he has done Victor Crowley. He has worn the Glove of Freddy. He has propped and killed numerous people in the Myers mask. Like, dude, Kane Hodder, fucking legend. I, like I told you guys via text, dude, if we ever go to a convention, we, we got are it. getting hatchet signed. We are getting machete signed. We are getting <laughs> the Myers mask and the Freddy glove. Oh, 100%. Awesome.
2: It, it, before I kick it over to whoever, who's whoever's movies next week, we'll talk about that in one second. The, um, I got one last fun fact that I forgot, and then I, I have a quick pitch to Adam Green. I just want to ask him something. But uh, anyway, so my other fun fact was um, Tony Todd, Robert Englund, and Kate Hodder were all, all in this movie. And it wasn't even the first time they've all been in a movie together. They were in um, Wishmaster together as well, that they all appeared in Wishmaster. And Adam Green... Make another awesome slasher. And please, I'm from Massachusetts. You're from Massachusetts. i swear i'm a normal person that usually doesn't dress with macho man sunglasses i usually don't have wrestling belts i just said a little carried away because it's wrestlemania week but please i swear i'm a little more normal than this put me in a movie please 80 slashes my favorite thing please if you say i will send this to you put me in anything like two second cameo let me get killed in anything please
0: that's my like i'm just begging you your wish is my command (laughs) yes and in the (laughs) words of the great lt in waterboy this brings me to my next point kids don't do drugs.
1: <laughs> that's right, kids.
0: All right. So that's
2: my quick plead. Adam Green, hook me up, Massachusetts, put me in a movie. Can we also and, yeah.
0: can we also give another shout out to another director real quick? Let's go. yes. Us and said thank you for enjoying my movie. The legend, Owen Egerton, is now following us on Twitter, dude. If you if you just so happen to watch the podcast, dude, we're all huge fans. Thank you. Coming from a thank small you so much. From a small town. We love it, dude. It meant it meant a lot, and thank you. Awesome. Whoop, whoop. And with
2: that said, um, whose movie is it next week? What is it? And then we will get the hell out of here. Waterboy, right. what are we watching next week?
1: So next week we will be watching John Carpenter's 2001: Ghosts of Mars.
2: Let's go. Ghost out. of Mars. See everyone yeah. next week. Have the best week ever. Ghost of Mars next week. Be there. Peace out. Peace out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're hacking. You gotta do your thing, jig.
0: Nah, fam. I was just trying to let the people know where to watch it.
2: Yeah, do that. My bad. I got a
0: little bit. <laughs> yeah, Ghost to Mars. Uh, you can I think we're gonna have to rent it, fellas. It, according to my phone, it's uh, available on Amazon Prime for the low, low price of three fifty nine. All right, check that All out. Right. And uh someone do that thing where you say you're hacking stabby or I'm hacking. Uh, That's stabby justin at some point in his life will assume the role Yo. of slashy just at, justin yeah sometime just Justin. just Justin. a F- few
2: more episodes
0: well that's not that's just kind of rude
2: no no need for that catch us next was, week yeah
0: yeah all right you know we'll just
2: yeah, end just, up like that dude fucking <laughs> Peace. We're out. i
1: met him 15 years ago I, I was told there was nothing left no reason No conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. The place is evil, sometimes. Dennis, but, uh... two of my men pulled you out of the lake we thought you were dead too do you remember very much boy
0: is he dead too who very the disgusting.
2: boy jason that's the time bitch <laughs>